You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team From the 12th floor, 50-pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder is Kyler Murray's reputation taking a hit after the interview process in the Combine. We'll tell you what one former NFL GM has to say and why, in a lot of ways, it doesn't make any sense, but what ultimately this could actually lead to for Kyler Murray in the draft and why it could ultimately get GMs fired because of what happened. In segment number two, um, I thought R.J. Young brought up some very good points about Jeremiah Criddle um, in his latest article for 24-7 Sports. I'm going to take it a step further and tell you why, if he's right, OU would be just fine if the Big 12 collapsed. I know that's a bit of a hit, uh, but yeah, we look, we like to play the hits here. We're going to play all the hits on this podcast. And then for just $2,500... You too can feel what it's like to be an OU football player. Why I think this is great that Lincoln Riley's doing this. There's also um, some benefits to it that have nothing to do with you and have to do with charity. But more importantly, why I think it's good for fans to go through this and think it's good that OU keeps opening up all these doors. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And News Radio 1000 KTOK, Randy Renner and I host a show called Game Day Saturday every Saturday on 1340 The Game. If you like that, please listen. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. All you got to do is go to Apple iTunes and subscribe, or you can go to LockedOnPodcast.com. And the easiest way to listen to this podcast is always in your car, whether you're going to work or from work or you're just making a short trip, or maybe you're on your way down to Norman or just across campus, just tell your smart device to play us, and it will. Just tell your smart device to play the Locked On Sooners podcast. Kyler Murray's reputation starting to take a bit of a hit after Charlie Casserly, former NFL GM on the NFL Network, said that Kyler Murray did not fare well in the interview process. In fact, he said that Kyler Murray got dinged on really every aspect of preparation. That he was a guy that didn't study film work. He's a guy that didn't do his board work. He's a guy that just ultimately... The the way Charlie Casserly made things sound is that Kyler Murray just came out and, and and he winged every single game that he strictly got by on his athletic ability, and it's sending up red flags right now. And what Kyler Murray has to hope for, according to Charlie Casserly, is that the Arizona Cardinals want him, because if the Arizona Cardinals don't want him, then he's going to go falling down the draft board because the interview process was so bad that nobody wants to touch Kyler Murray. First of all, I'm calling BS on this. Calling BS first and foremost because it is the NFL draft. You have to remember that smoke screens go up all the time in the NFL draft. That's huge. And there's so much misinformation given before the draft because for GMs are, it's really funny how the NFL is very open access. Until you get to the draft, then GMs just completely shut down. And the last thing they want is to ever show their cards. So if there is, 
somebody that wants Kyler Murray, like, I don't know, let's just, I'm going to hypothesize here. Let's just say it's the Miami Dolphins because he's been linked to them. Or let's say it's the Oakland Raiders or the Red, like any of these teams that Kyler Murray has been linked to, it would make total sense that you would share that information with Charlie Casserly. And it would make total sense that you would want it out there that Kyler Murray would not be good for your team because he's not going to do enough preparation. Therefore, he's going to be you know, shocked on Saturday. So, hey, why would I take him? Okay, you, 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 you throw it out there so he does come falling down to you because you're not going to be able to trade high enough to get him because you either don't have the assets or the Cardinals don't want to trade because they don't want to, at worst, miss out on Joey Bosa. So you're kind of screwed. What do you have to do? You have to play a dirty political parlor trick and make Kyler Murray not look like the pretty girl that he is. That's why this makes total sense. Why it makes no sense at all is because there wasn't at any point at OU that anyone ever told me or I heard from anyone who might have a little bit better inside information than I do that Kyler Murray didn't show up, didn't wasn't the hardest worker on the team, didn't do film work, and wasn't prepared every single game. I'm sorry. For as talented as Kyler Murray is, you can't have the season he did without actually doing your homework. It, it, it doesn't work that way. The only way you learn how to read defenses, and, and even when you've got the improvisational skills, wow, I can talk today, improvisational skills that Kyler Murray does, you're not going to always be able to rely on that, even in the Big 12 where defenses are garbage. Okay, and I can see that's another thing that I would throw out there, just a side note. It's another thing I would throw out there if I was an NFL GM. Hey, the Big Big 12 defenses are garbage. He didn't have to study for them every week. No, because eventually somebody's going to study up and somebody's going to somebody's gonna be able to pick you off. Somebody's going to figure out your moves and boom. You're only going to be able to get by in your athletic ability for so long. It makes zero sense. I know he was late to the Baylor game. I know he set out. But I never have heard not one person out of OU ever say that Kyler Murray is a discipline problem or he's a lazy kid. It's just not, that's not who he is. And by all accounts, I mean, you read that. If you, if you think about what Kyler Murray has accomplished as a quarterback, first and foremost, his height, no big deal. Because he played behind NFL linemen during his entire career at OU. So he's dealt with guys that, are a little, that, are, that have some height. Um, he's dealt with NFL defenses before. Alabama did pretty darn well. And as a lot of people are pointing out now, he is a pocket passer. So if you're an NFL GM, and here, here's where it gets really scary, though, for an NFL GM with this report being out there. Because... If you, in fact, let's just say every word of this report is true, okay? So you're an NFL GM. Kyla Murray didn't interview well because guess what? People cannot interview well. And you still might make a mistake and not hiring for them for a job because you've got to take into a lot of factors as to why this person may have not. Look, if the resume is good, if the experience is good, and he didn't interview well. Find out why they didn't interview well. Was it just, hey, were you off that particular day? 
I, we really want you, but we just didn't think the interview went well. Here's the things that we're concerned about. What was going on in your life? Okay, that's that's really for your job, and I'm off on a tangent. Bringing it back to Kyler Murray here. Let's just say that he didn't interview well. You're the GM sitting in that interview, and you're telling your owner, now this eh, interview didn't go well. And you either, let's just say you don't pick Kyler Murray. Off that interview process, you're the Arizona Cardinals. You're like, you know what? We're not picking him. Kyler Murray goes someplace, and he's a franchise quarterback. That's your job. You're on the first thing smoking out of town the minute Kyler Murray shows that he's going to be rookie of the year. And the guy that you drafted could still be good, but if he doesn't have the immediate impact that a guy like Kyler Murray can on a team, you're done. That's it. You're gone. The other reason it's scary is if you're the GM there and you go to the owner and you're like, he didn't interview well. Now, here are the things that I don't like. Here are my big concerns. But, man, I've just seen him on film. I've seen him on film so much that I've got... He just... He is our guy. He fits what we want to do. He's this new style NFL quarterback. Let's go ahead. You know what? We got to take him. We, can't, we cannot use the, the interview as the end-all, be-all. You take him, he turns out to be a bust. You're fired. It's scary. I mean, and think about that for a second. The reason I would tell you that is anytime you think you want to step into those shoes and be an NFL GM, just remember how high pressure that job is. I almost would, there are times I'd almost rather be the president of the United States than an NFL GM. Because at least with the president of the United States, if you're screwing things up, most likely you're going to get four years. Or, you know, unless you put yourself in a position not to, you're going to get four years out of it. Hey, and then, you know, you get to go on book tours, whatever. And if you're good, you've got your loyal base that you can always go out and um, and entertain them. Do, do whatever you need to with speaking engagements. So it's kind of like a fail-safe. NFL GM, there are only so many cracks at that job you get before you end up in broadcasting, and then I lose my job. But that that's another story for now. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, a great point by R.J. Young means that OU would be just fine out of the Big 12. I'll tell you what he said and what's next. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Tomorrow on Locked On Sooners, we'll talk a little bit more basketball as the OU men's team plays Kansas tonight. And I'm going to do my best to put that Kansas um, that, that Kansas streak into perspective. We'll also talk about having over 10,000 show up at the OU Gymnastics, uh, OU Gymnastics meet versus UCLA. There's some very good reasons why there should be. Uh, what it says about OU fans, like I want to get into that because we always talk about OU fans and what they like, what they don't like, etc. So we'll try and attack that a little bit more tomorrow. But always remember, play the Locked On Sooners podcast in your car just by asking your smart device to, in fact, play the Locked On Sooners podcast. All right, here we go. Um, OU and the Big 12 is always one of those hot topics that you can bring up every time you talk OU and whether or not OU would be successful 
outside of Big 12. If they ended up going to the Pac-12 or the SEC, Big 10, there's, look, there's a whole lot of factors to take into account. But the one thing that OU has done a just incredibly um, excellent job over the last few years is establishing recruiting bases beyond the state of Texas. Now, don't get me wrong. Texas is your bread and butter. And when you look at the 2020 class, which is only seven commitments, which is only seven commitments strong at this point, the bulk of that class still comes from Texas. And you're still going to go into Texas, A, because of proximity, B, because of the type of football they play, and C, um, just the abundance of players that, that you have in Texas. So it's always so you always need Texas. You can't live without it. But Jeremiah Criddle comes from Mater Day in California. And OU is starting to establish a pipeline at that school, as RJ Young pointed out, which a lot of coaches would love to have because they do probably one of, if not, they're they're arguably the best high school program in America. And if they're not the best, there's no doubt that they're in the top 10. You get access to Jeremiah Criddle, who goes back, starts talking to his friends, and then it turns out like, what was it? Was it the Downey commercial? One person tells somebody who tells somebody else, who, and the chain goes on. All of a sudden, you've got people realizing, hey, my guy made it there. We've had a guy go there. Why can't I go there and have success? Especially if you start going to the NFL. It's just, it's a bounty of recruits that you can get your hands on that's someplace outside of that bordering state. And look at OU's last look at OU's last couple of classes. You got Buki Radley Hiles, who came out of Florida at the IMG Academy. Uh, you had a quarterback that just transferred in Austin Kendall, who was from the Carolinas. Now, granted, the other two guys that have been playing have been from Texas, but Florida's always been a hotbed for OU. California's becoming one, and you're spreading it out to become a national university. And I say all that to say this. When the time comes for OU to leave the Big 12, because you're making these inroads in California, because you've got that inroad now to the IMG Academy in Florida, while Texas is still your bread and butter, you're not in position where you have just left the nest and you don't have the opportunity to get players. In fact, OU's brand is such, were they to go outside the Big 12, that brand is only going to get bigger. Especially if things play out the way I think they're going to play out with Alex Grinch, and this program proves that it can recruit not only high-caliber defensive players, but it can play high-caliber defense. If for some reason they got shoved into the SEC West, and there would be some movement in the SEC West if that happened, most likely you'd see a team like Auburn end up going to the SEC East. You'd still have to play Alabama, I still see OU with that kind of reputation being able to pick on LSU, pick on Alabama a little bit. You're going to win enough. You're going to win enough conference championships. It's not going to be dominant the way it was, but I don't think Alabama wants to see OU in the Big 12. You're going to be successful. That'll continue to go to grow recruits. And as the brand stays national and is more national, I mean, it's the thing you got to remember about OU: national brand. Even if you were to go to the Big Ten, okay, unlike Nebraska, who is stuck in the middle part of America, 
And there's a lot, everybody's looked at the at, at the lack of success that Nebraska has as a point to say this is why OU shouldn't go to the Big Ten. Well, look at Nebraska's geographic location. Okay, where are they going to get players from? They had they had mined Texas so well that when they went out of the Big Ten, Texas was going to the Texas players were going to leave them because mom and dad couldn't come see them play. Well, it's not that long a trip to Oklahoma, and you're still going to have what six games a year at the the least in Oklahoma that your parents can come, even if they couldn't make it to Columbus, Ohio, or. Camp Randall in Madison, Wisconsin, or Ann Arbor, East Lansing, or wherever the hell you would play. No, you're fine. It's just all the excuses that you could use to keep OU in the Big 12. It comes down to this. The only reason OU would never want to leave this conference is because they're so dominant now. They've got all the power. And when you go to the Big 10, the SEC, you're not going to wield as much power. Even in the Pac-12, you're going to lose some to like a USC, but I think within the Pac-12, you're still dominant from a political standpoint. Not that that would ever happen, and we can talk later about you know the late night games, everything else. But you know, you establish these critical pipelines. To me, it just signals that your brand is bigger than your brand is so much bigger than a regional brand that there isn't any excuse at all for OU not to be able to play in any conference in America and have a tremendous amount of success. Success. Excess. This is the Locked on Sooners podcast. We'll uh, we'll close things out. Is playing OU football worth $2,500? Yeah, you bet it is. And why it's an awesome idea that OU's doing this and needs to have done it earlier, we'll tell you about it next. This is Locked On Sooners, your team every day. Remember to play the Locked On Sooners podcast in your car. Just ask your smart device to play us. It's the Locked On Sooners podcast. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes. You can also subscribe uh, where else? Uh, LockedOnPodcast.com. And um, wow, there's Stitcher, there's Spotify. Just listen in your car. It's the best way to listen. To and from work, we get you in in less than 30 minutes. We get you out in less than 30 minutes. It's the Locked on Sooners podcast. Your team every day. Lincoln Riley is an absolute genius for doing this fantasy camp. All this will happen um, this summer, uh, June 7th through 8th. Look, if you've always wanted to play OU football, this is your opportunity. $2,500. And what that gets you is lodging. It gets you transportation either uh, from Will Rogers or Max Westheimer uh, Airport, which is in in Norman. And um, a portion of the proceeds will uh, end up benefiting a local charity. So some really cool stuff there uh, going on down in Norman. Um, Here's why I I like this. Okay, first of all, uh, first of all, you're going to do it right I think everybody should should have to face the OU offensive line and prove that, um, hey, if you've got an opportunity for, for people who are 21 or older, if you still got some eligibility, prove that you can play on the defensive line. That's really what he should be 
uh, using this for. But no, the reason this something like this is important is that it opens the door to give you connectivity to your fans, which you are so isolated from right now as, as a fan base. You, you don't get that access that I get. You don't get to go to the press conferences. You don't get the opportunity uh, to know Lincoln Riley one-on-one for the most part. I mean, look, you might be a high roller. You might live close to Lincoln Riley. You may run in those circles and you're listening to this podcast and you're laughing at me, but I would think it's mainly the average fan that listens to this show. You don't get to talk to Lincoln one-on-one. Well, now you get the opportunity to talk to him. You get the opportunity to pick his brain. And at the end, from a Lincoln Riley standpoint, most of these guys who are going to go through this camp are going to feel like they know you a little bit better. What that buys you if you're Lincoln Riley A lot of social currency. So when things don't go so well, these type of guys will take up for you because they'll think they'll know you and they think you're a big guy. And that, look, very smart, very intelligent. The other thing it is for OU is I think as a program, it was closed off for so long under Bob Stoops that this also signals that it is a more open, transparent program. And because none of us get the opportunity to go to practice, like I don't get the opportunity to go to practice, okay? The best I can do is talk to guys after practice. You don't either. Because you don't get those opportunities like you would with an NFL team, now it gives you an opportunity to feel like you're closer to the program and maybe have some inside information that others aren't privy to. And then then there's just the whole fantasy of getting the opportunity to just play for OU, which I think is fantastic. Um, I, like, I want no part of it. My body is too out of shape for this at 46. Um, and I've already done enough stupid things in my life that have taken years off of it. So I'm probably not going to do this, but I'll be damned if I don't figure out how to get down there and meet some of you that go through this camp because I would love to talk to you for a podcast. I... I, I love this idea of Lincoln Riley, not just a benefit charity, but in other words, you're just bringing people in. And we always talk about it on, on this show. It's giving you the chance to go places you can't. Well, this really gives you the chance to go where you normally can't. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about all those things we were going to talk about, like the Kansas game, where the OU men are, the NCAA tournament, and did they end that 14 14- consecutive championship streak by Kansas. All that right here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. And until tomorrow, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody and peace, love, and boomer soon. You are Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.